I recognize that little tune if you're a hip-hop head. The original song's Minnie Ripperton. Shouts to my girl Minnie, you know what I'm saying? I realized last episode that I forgot to wish all the lovely ladies out there a happy International Women's Month. So I figured I'd start it off right. Shine some light on Minnie. Also, bonus points if you hit the email with the famous song that sampled that song. All my hip-hop heads know it. Hit the email, therealkpodcast at gmail.com if you know the answer. Might be a little fucking little prize in your future, you know what I mean? Might not be, okay? I didn't guarantee nothing. Fuck out of Fuck out of <laughs> Just trying to spice it up a little bit, man. But yes, sir, welcome back. Episode 70 of the K-Podcast. First and foremost, like I said, happy International Women's Month. You understand what I'm saying? So shouts to all the ladies out there. Definitely shouts to my lady. Her birthday just passed. Happy belated. Um, yeah, you know. I might as well tell you what we did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're going to hear about it anyway. Whether you're not to or not. <sighs> what the fuck is this piece yeah, so, of shit? Uh, her birthday was on Saturday. It was a fucking weekend of birthdays, man. Friday was my brother's birthday. Saturday was my lady and my good buddy's birthday. Then this coming weekend is my fucking dad and pun K-Podcast alumni's birthday. So, man, I don't know what uh, we were talking about. I don't know what Zodiac season we're in. I'm not going to lie. He wrote that shit. Get the fuck out of here. But we're in that season. Whatever season it's in, that's the season we're in, honey. Yeah. <laughs> You make whatever season you want, man. You know what I mean? Season of the fucking dog shit. I don't know. Fuck out of here. I do think there is some truth in that Zodiac shit, but definitely not, um, you know. I don't know. I think people take it a little too far. I do believe that the time, the, the time, month, time of the year, season, all that shit, the way the planets and stars are aligned, I do believe that has something to do with, like, life in general. I'm not going to pretend like I know the specifics of it, you know what I mean? But just the, oh, well, if you're a Zodiac, you're going (laughs) to, if you're a Zodiac, if you're a fucking Pisces, you're going to have a bad day today. Like, really, Jennifer? Who the fuck said that? I mean, where's Miss Cleo at? Point me in the direction of Miss Cleo, man. Get the fuck out of So, yeah, where were we? Oh, yeah, birthday's my fault. Yeah, uh, for my lady's birthday, um, her birthday was on Saturday. Originally, she was saying she didn't want to do anything, which I was going to respect, you know. Um, 
just because, you know, it's your birthday. I'm, I'm not going to go against your wishes on your birthday, even though I do think women test men a little bit with that that kind of thing, you know. But, hey, man, hopefully I wasn't being tested, and hopefully if I was, I passed. But, yeah, so on Friday, I took her, or this is what happened. It was kind of weird because we planned a little surprise thing, so I had to kind of more or less lie to her, which I, I don't like lying to anybody, let alone, you know, my significant other. But I was I was feeding her false information or just hiding stuff from her because I was trying to plan this little secret surprise get-together that we ended up doing. So what happened was I hit up Stu and Elena, which I've talked about on here, fresh married couple, you know what I'm saying? Might have taken them on their first... You know, double date since the honeymoon. I don't know. Check the stats if you want. Fuck out of Fuck out But yeah, so. <laughs> uh, I hit up Stu. I'm like, yo, boom. Ashley's birthday's coming up. I want to do this, this, and this. I need your guys' help. So he's like, all right, we're there. So I tell him to tell Elena to hit up Ashley. And basically for Elena to hit up Ashley and kind of pretend like, Hey, we know your birthday's coming up. We want to treat you to dinner. Which, like, they did want to come to dinner with us, but this is all my idea, mind you. <laughs> Fucking evil genius, Sally. So I have her kind of plant the seed with Ashley. We want to take you guys out to dinner, go to a nice spa, blah, blah, blah. Like, spend some time, you know. Let's do that 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 thing that friends do, right? So she obliges, obviously. We all... Go out to dinner, kind of going along with the charade. And then towards the end of the night, towards the end of the dinner, rather, Ashley goes to the bathroom. And I kind of had this planned all along, but I just wanted to iron this out with Stu and Elena real quick. Like, yo, I got everyone at the crib ready. You know what I mean? They got everything set up. You guys are obviously included in this surprise get-together. But she doesn't know about it. So what I'm going to do is essentially invite you guys over to smoke, hang out, just kick the shit. You know what I mean? A little post-dinner wine, whatever. So, like, I'm just just know when she comes out, I'm going to ask you to hang out knowing that you guys are coming over. So, boom, we set up the play. comes out. Oh, hey, you guys want to come over? <laughs> do that whole fucking fake charade shit. They come over. You know, we're acting like everything's normal, walk inside, kick off the shoes, say what's up to the dog, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as we walk in, little does she know I got the crew waiting, all my homies, all her homies, um, just to like, you know, surprise her, be there for her. You know, they got some cake, balloons, just to show love, man. You know, sometimes, I feel like sometimes us men, too, we're under the impression that women need to be bought jewelry and nice bags and all this luxurious shit, when in reality, half the time is they just want to know that you care about them and that you're thinking about them and that you're considerate of things they're into and their time and all these other things. But the moral of the story is they're pretty simple things, you know? You just got to pay attention and, like, put time in. But, yeah. That's what we did Friday, man. Had a great night Friday. And then Saturday, um, she had some other things going on. She had to take her sister home and all this other stuff. So we spent the morning and early afternoon together. She left to go take care of her errands and whatnot. And then Rook and I slid over to her place just to hang out with her for the rest of the weekend. Give her a nice birthday weekend. Just spend some quality time and, you know, end the weekend the right way. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Again, happy birthday weekend to my lady. Hopefully she had a good time. I know I did. Um, and that brings us to this week. Like I said, again, happy International Women's Month. I also, before we get into new music, I did want to uh, kind of backtrack a little bit what I said on the last episode about the whole slaughterhouse situation. So that was, you know, uh, I guess like two weeks ago now probably. That was kind of before the music was out, before more details had come out and whatnot. And it looks like that was almost an album rollout. The whole IG Live that we talked about, Joe, or I played even on the episode. Fucking Joe tells Joel to suck his dick. All this foul shit, you know what I mean, that brothers normally don't say to each other. And um, it it's kind of looking like that was more or less an album rollout or just to draw attention to what they were doing musically. So again, all of the details are still not out. So I'm going to try to speak a little more carefully this time. 
Um, but I will say the music is out. I listened to some of the records, not the entire album. I won't even comment on the album because I haven't listened to it in entirety. Um, if you're fans of Slaughterhouse and the way that Joel and Crooked rap, then I don't see why you wouldn't at least enjoy it. You may not play it back to back to back to back over and over again type of thing, but you know, you can enjoy some good hip hop. But I will say, um, as a part of the album rollout, Crooked Eye or King Crooked and Joel Ortiz, they did an interesting rollout, or at least I thought it was interesting. The whole live thing, like I said, don't know if that was necessarily included. Kind of seems like it may have been. But another part of the rollout was four kind of mini webisodes, right? A little vlog, whatever you want to call it. Just little, not a music video by any means, but almost a mini documentary. A couple minutes each, three to seven minutes, I believe. There's a four episodes. And honestly, the concept itself, the idea behind the webisodes and everything to promote the new album, I think is a great fucking idea. But I will say the content in there and just how they're speaking about the other two members who didn't want to be a part of the album, i.e. Joe Budden and fucking Royce, I didn't really like the tone of everything about the video, what they were saying about the dudes, kind of like how they're like, yeah, we're going to shit it, we're going to burn this pig. And like I do understand the metaphor and the symbolism behind um, they kind of just want to be done with Slaughterhouse at this point, it sounds like. They've been trying to get the group back together. Joe keeps saying he's retired. Royce is obviously off doing his own thing musically and otherwise. So it's almost like the other two dudes are busy doing their own thing. And these two gentlemen, King, Crooked, and Joel, seem a little more focused on the Slaughterhouse reunion than the other two are. And maybe that developed into animosity and resentment because your brothers don't want to get back on this project with you or in the group with you or whatever. But the tones that they were using and shit definitely seemed like it was friction. Maybe not beef per se, because, you know, beef kind of insinuates violence. More or less just friction and like, yeah, you know, these dudes don't want to fuck with us, so fuck them. We're going to do our own thing, kind of. But like with a negative tone to it, um, I'll still, you know, I'm not taking sides necessarily. I was interested to hear all perspectives. The only person who hasn't spoke out in full detail, at least that I'm aware of, is Joel Ortiz. Um, as you guys know, Joe Budden has his podcast, so he speaks freely all the time. Royce actually went on a recent episode to kind of divulge how he felt about everything and give his side of the story. And then on the flip side, King Crooked, a.k.a. Crooked Eye, went on... Uh, what's the dude out in L.A.? The... Bro radio broadcast guy i think his name's kev actually um he's not on la leakers i forget the station that he's on and i apologize but uh he's big out there i watch a lot of his youtube interviews and shit like that but king crook went on his radio show kev and kind of told his side of the story so the only one who hasn't really spoken out is joel i would be kind of interested to hear what he had to say i would assume he's gonna echo and reflect a lot of what king crook had said but I still want to hear it, you know what I mean? And one thing Crooked was saying was kind of like, that's why we did the album, was to tell our side of this whole past 10 years why the fans aren't getting the music and whatnot, but like we're, we we put it in bar form, we put it in lyrics. And um, ironically, on the flip side, one of the things that Roy said during the podcast, on Joe Budden's podcast when he was on there, you could tell he was flustered, he was not happy. And he literally said like, I was excited to come on here and talk about this with you guys because we're all invested, but also like I I didn't know what I wanted to say or what I wanted to do musically yet. So he may be putting out uh, you know, whether it's diss tracks or angry music or sad music, jealousy, you know, like who knows? Or just fuck you music, you know? Like we we have yet to see it. And you kind of hate to see it. Um, I personally saw Slaughterhouse on tour together. I met these four dudes together back in fucking 2011, 2012 or whatever it was. Right up the street. I think I talked about that on here. They're on tour with Tech 9 um, And Crook actually mentions that that tour during his interview. 
they were like, yeah, you know, our first tour together with Tech 9 And I'm sitting there watching. It's like, damn, I, I went to that tour. <laughs> Somewhere in this place on one of my hats, I have Joel Ortiz autograph. Like, um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's it's sad to see people you're a fan of in general to to not to change, but to like, you know, things do change. Not saying the people change necessarily. Situations change uh you know egos grow or shrink or whatever the case is just things change man shit happens and it sucks but hopefully it doesn't affect their friendship and maybe some reconciliation can happen at some point maybe not with the group but like features and whatever because now crook's saying he's about to retire too he's like man i got one more album then i'm retiring so like i don't know what the fuck's going on out here man i really don't (laughs) but uh yeah man that was my little slaughterhouse update, or lack thereof slaughterhouse update. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But let's get to new music, man. Hold up. I need some water. A little smoke. You know what I mean? Shit got me hot out here, man. Shit. So, like I said, staying on new music, or getting back to new music, however you want to look at it, man. We in the fucking music section, man. Alright? You're in Best Buy. You're over by the CDs is where we're at, Okay. And staying on International Women's Month, stressing international, we got my motherfucking girl. I played her a couple episodes ago, and guess what? We right back, man. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. My girl, Shansia, my fucking birthday mate. Um, She just dropped her debut album that does feature the song Lick that we played with Meg Thee Stallion. So I won't play that song, but I'm going to play this other song that's pretty hot out here in the streets, man. This is Shansia with Deserve It, you Shouts to Shensia, But what else we got, man? You know we got some motherfucking hip-hop. We got both Griselda artists, Benny and Conway, this week, or this episode, man. Uh, So we're get to Benny first. We'll loop back to Conway, because you know, man, these motherfuckers just don't stop. All right? This also, so this is Tana Talk 4, like we mentioned a couple weeks back, maybe a month ago. When we played Johnny P's Caddy with J. Cole, that is the title track, or excuse me, not the title track, the intro track to this project, Tana Talk for Benny the Butcher. So I'm going to play, I want to play one that's just him. <laughs> uh, he's got Super Plug and Bust a Brick Nick, you know what I'm saying? 
So if you're a fan of the show, you probably know which one I'm going to pick. This is Benny the Butcher, Bust a Brick, Nick, you heard? Niggas can't talk this shit like I'm talking, cause niggas ain't been where I've been. I told niggas that like three years ago. Who better than deserve it, nigga? Who did it like us, nigga? Yeah. Uh, niggas say they nice, but don't shake shit up like the butch. I got a movie deal, but chillin', cause my real life like a book. Blue steel knife for the chook, so don't be that life that I took. And next time you sneak this me, just pay me. I write the hook, now I'm the cooler friend earner. The east side Ted Turner, and it's business. It's best to stay out your feelings to advance further. Can't shake the bitch, I told her. I get the neck, but I can't serve you. She not my type, but pop the connect, so I can't curve her. Before a bullet wound, it was shit that permanently hurt me. And the it was hard to smile on my 36th birthday Being honest, this could be karma I probably deserve in the first place The shit I'm thinking about on the jet That's landing in Burbank Fuck rap, we be back plugging whole units The worst case These jewels on my shirt say Bitch, come here, I don't skirt chase Put us over And that was my fourth felony, certainly Got a warning, I be in Lewisburg right now If they search me, locking with plugs So I know that shit y'all copping no good They get the drop I'm the type to send fiends to shop in your hood I'm like 95 KG, nigga. I'm with the Wolves, but me and City, Mike and Pippin for Rodman got to the Bulls. Uh. Before we talk paper, let's make a simple assessment. My little crypto investment was probably triple your necklace. On this episode of Flavor of Love, your picture contested. So she don't never suck dick the first night. This an exception. How the paper someone safe for place? Them dicks won't expect it. Then calculate how long it's gonna take to get to your weapon. No love songs. I kept it gangster 24/7. You crying ass rappers label. Should send y'all niggas to Ellen. Hey, yo, push, let me highlight. Wait, Wait, chill, chill. Give me one second. Hold nah, up, hold up, hold that up. niggas like hoes uh-huh. can talk when y'all done begging. Nah, let's talk about the shit that I did to become legend. Cause the money not enough no more. I want credit. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. The money not enough for this. Feel like I made too much of it. If you know Tanner Talk, you know how Benny's coming. So shouts to Benny the Butch, you know what I mean? She, she, she. Like I said, we'll circle back to Conway, the other Griselda artist. But switching it up a little bit, you know what I mean? I think we might have talked about horror on here. It's like a punk alternative rap band. I don't even know what you... Their genre on Apple Music is listed as alternative because I feel like you kind of can't classify them. I mean, literally on this album... I don't know two of these features, but two of the other features are fucking Corey Taylor, the lead singer from Slipknot. Even if you're not into rock music, you probably know who Slipknot is. And then they got the Bun B feature on here. So it's like, you know what I mean? Gotta stay versatile out here, man. But it's horror spelled with nines. H-O-9-9-0-9. So I'm gonna play the first single off of this new album called Skin. The single is called Bite My Face featuring Corey Taylor from Slipknot. interesting they're like punk meets techno meets fucking hardcore you know like i don't even know how to describe them but check out horror (laughs) 
Uh, what else do we got here, man? We got some fucking, we got some throwback rap, man, to my glory days. At least the glory days of hip-hop, the new age hip-hop in my in my eyes. Uh, this was like when I was in college, 2010 era. We got a new single called Put You On. It's Big Crit, Wiz Khalifa, and Smoke Dizza, produced by Girl Talk. But I believe this is the first single off of a supposed album that's coming with the three of these gentlemen on here. Rapping their asses off, you know what I'm saying? So here's a little sneak peek, a little appetizer into the new album. This is Put You On. Always stayed official in my part. I played it, now I'm faded. Money made it. Take my time and demonstrate it. Hop up on a different plane. I'm about to cop a different chain. I'm about to cop a different whip. Every night a different dip. If it's about a million dollars, put my flight, I'll take the trip. Youngest niggas getting rich. I'ma always make the list. Put some diamonds in my watch. I'm icy like I spray my wrist. Ain't no other nigga you can name that put you on like this. Bringing that bread up, pouring that bread up, look how I feel to me. Never gonna let up, put on that pedal, no one can do it, I did. Bringing that bread up, pouring that bread up, look how I feel to me. Never gonna let up, put on that pedal, no one can do it, I did. I put you on for real, I put you on for real. I put you on, I put you on, I put you on for real. I put you on for real, I put you on for real. I put you on, I put you on, I put you on for real. I'm on the bomb is kill, fuck the alarm for real. I hit the farm to bill, I got a monster deal. Might cop a hundred, I might get in front of them, I might get them gone, but still. Watch how the farm and pill, I put you on for real. Shit is all in the flat, VBS in my drip. Shout out Ronnie, my mans, get it poppin' and kiff. It's professional hustling, you dudes not in discussion. Just me, Cameron, and Justin, this ain't amateur stuntin'. Bringing that bread up, pouring that bread up, look how I built the meal. Never gonna let up, put on that pedal, no one can do what I did. Bringing that bread up, pouring that bread up, look how I built the meal. Never gonna let up, put on that pedal, no one can do what I did. I put you on for real, hey, I put you on for real. I put you on, I put you on, I put you on for real, bitch. I put you on for real. Hell yeah, shouts to Crit, Whistle, and Dizza, you know what I mean? Keeping it on hip hop, man. My man Dave East just dropped a new project. And I'm going to play the first song on here. You know he's got some real ones on here. Benny, fucking Trey the Truth. But I'm going to play the first song called Unbelievable because it's Dave East and Method Man, which I thought was cool because I think we talked about in that Wu-Tang TV show on Hulu, Dave East is literally playing Method Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. I just thought it was dope. It's kind of full circle shit. So this is Davies' new project. It's it's an acronym, H D I G H. I believe it stands for How Did I Get Here, and this is unbelievable with Method Man to cow. Pinkin' that don't mind riding the train. We are not the same. That little thought just get it out your brain. EA Sports, 
when it come to extortionists in the game. Unbelievable. Most of the killers that I know ain't got no Instagram. Most of the hitters that I know ain't got no Twitter. Most of the gangsters that I know don't be on TikTok. They daughter or they son is, nigga. You ain't no killer. Most of the killers that I know ain't got no Instagram. Most of the hitters that I know ain't got no Twitter. Most of the gangsters that I know don't be on TikTok. Claiming you a killer. Every day you post a picture. Unbelievable. Uh. Still blowing smoke off the sofa. Cheapin' off the key, feel like Sosa. Before we hit the streets, meet the chauffeur. Like offset, I do it for the culture. But I'm more like Pennywise meets the Joker. And here's another verse to feed you vultures. In social media, just mediocre. And it ain't La Vida Loca. If they are what they eat, they eatin' chocha. I keep my friends close and my frenemies even closer. See, this is for disclosure. My bars pouring pain mixed with juice. This mimosa, a little food for thought. This is kosher. A gangster ain't a runner, that's a gopher. Some killers use a hanger as a holster or a banger that's a poker if this is our thing like coaster nostra gang gang but down gang bang i hit my loca east yep y'all know us i'm rooting for the home team like go us got shooters acting bougie with they nose up nobody showing out found show up get bust down the price about to go up get strung out on that map i miss your goes up that keenan ivy wayne low down dirty shame paper thin like mc light when she was riding on that train we are not the same hit your xbox we are not a game iron lung on tracks curling iron look i'm hot again uh nothing to lose but a lot to gain that g unit 50 boys you can't stop the rain Got no yeah, man. Method Man does not miss, in case you were unaware. Yeah, he's acting. He's, you know, a seasoned vet in the game now. But guess what? He ain't lost a motherfucking step out here. Shouts to Davey. Shouts to Method Man. Up next, man, we got Los Vatos Locos, man. From the motherfucking West Coast. Uh, I didn't even know they were putting out a new album, but Cypress Hill just dropped an album, uh, I think yesterday or today, I don't even know, but they just dropped a new album called Back in Black, it's got one of these fire ass uh, little loop things going for the cover art, I like when they do this shit, I know it's a lot more uh, data, but hey man, (laughs) so I'm going to play Open Your Mind off of Cypress Hill's new album, Back in Black. You heard? Not to be confused with ACDC, done. But the alley. Cypress Hill for that ass, you know what I'm saying? Switch it up a little bit. Fucking the funky bilingual. Do, dee, 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 dee. Nah, you know what I mean? Fucking out here. Before we get to Conway, let's change the pace a little bit. My boy Jay Lamont, local Orlando artist, just dropped a little EP. Five songs for that ass. So I wanted to play that on here as well. Uh, the EP is called Heart on Fire. 
And it's J Lamont, J period, L-A-M-O-N-T. So I'm going to play one of the joints off of here. Uh, let's see. I'm going to play the last song from the project. So this is Jay Lamont with I Got It. Jay Lamont, make sure you check him out. Definitely gonna have him on the pod soon. Might even have some work coming. I don't know, man. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. But like we said, man, bringing it back to Griselda, last but not least, we got Conway the Machine. I believe this was his last project as a Griselda artist. He's kind of breaking off and doing his own thing with drum work. But this album is called God Don't Make Mistakes. Uh, let's see. He's got a bunch of fucking bangers on here. Which ones do we want to play? I always like to play... If I'm going to showcase an artist, I would prefer to play a song that's just them instead of features. But, you know, sometimes... Hey, man. Let's see. I'll play this song. Uh, have we played this one yet? Piano Love? I don't think so. This is Conway the Machine, Piano Love. I feel like I might have played that in another episode. I'm not positive. If that was the first single he dropped, I almost definitely did, probably. So I'm going to play the song Guilty instead. From the trenches, back with the Mac with extensions. Thinking about when they had me laying on my back and in intensive. Clapped in my head and neck. That shit was inches from hitting my carotid. I would've bled to death and nobody could stop it. Doctor said the bullet too close to my voice box to try to get it out of it. Can't touch when now I die. There's anything we can do about it. 
Bell's palsy from damage to my nerves. No feeling in my legs. I took a bullet in the head, nigga. That's why I chuckle at the comments that I read about the way my face looking shit. I could have been dead. Just focus on the lyrics. Don't focus on my appearance. You know you too pussy to go through it, so you fear it. You see the way that they quoting this shit hysterically. What you see is the dopest of any era machine. Like a line of some coke, you sit on a mirror. Sniff, nigga. This shit is a gift, nigga. King of the underground, but still I'm a rich nigga. A few years ago, I was just on my dick, nigga. The moral of my story, I ain't switching my pitch, nigga. Staying true to myself and take whatever I get, nigga. A lot of niggas rapping, they don't spit it like this, nigga. Rolly on my wrist, lean a pot like this, nigga. Whip, nigga. Name your top five, I might be better. After this album, better critic can't slight me ever. No pen, no pad when I write these letters. I just recite it off the top. That shit hype me better. We play with Rick since the fitted cap and white T era. Ask Benny, ask West, had semis, had sex, nigga. No kizzy, we was really at next, nigga. Really played with me, then he really got stretched, nigga. Machine. Sir, yeah, I don't know if I ever talked about Conway in depth. Um, he explains it literally in that song. He got shot in his head, in his face. He has Bell's palsy now. He has a bullet lodged near his fucking vocal cords. But he's still rapping like that, you know what I mean? Like, that's why he's my favorite, I think, out of Griselda. I'm a fan of all of them, but Conway just, like, I don't know, bro. That adversity is fucking next level. Top notch shit. But let me double check. I think that's all we got for new music. I know we got some music news, but let's see if we got any more tunes to play out here. Some quick music news before we move on. Big shout out to Alicia Keys. She is officially the most certified R&B artist of the millennium. And I believe that's through like Billboard. What is it? R-I-A-A? Let me see. Yeah. The Recording Industry Association of America, RIAA. So, yeah, once again, much love to Alicia Keys, most certified R&B artist of the millennium. That's a fucking accomplishment and a half, man. So, shouts to Alicia I also saw that LimeWire is making a comeback, but apparently it's going to be music NFTs. If you guys, I don't know how old you guys are listening out there, but LimeWire was um, not necessarily a streaming service before streaming, but it was like a, a, a platform where you could download shit. You could pirate and rip shit for free, whether that was music, movies, you know, whatever. Um it was like LimeWire. I think Napster was kind of the first of its kind. Then LimeWire, Kazaa, all these other ones came out. And yeah, essentially all you were doing was stealing media, more or less. But I guess LimeWire is making a comeback to do music NFTs. So you better fucking keep your eyes peeled out here to coming for that ass, B. You know what I mean? I guess we'll get to sports real quick. Uh, first things first, I saw that Tom Brady's not retiring now. So he made a post. He goes, these past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. Without them, none of this is possible. I'm coming back from my 23rd season in Tampa. We have unfinished business. LFG. Let's fucking go, man. <laughs> So welcome back, Tom. You know what I'm saying? But also, uh, prayers and positivity to Brittany Griner. WNBA player from the U.S. was over in Russia. And, you know, as we've talked about on here, all the crazy shit's going on over there right now. But she got detained and arrested at the airport for a fucking vape pen in her, in her luggage. I guess she was going through security and they found some carts, some weed vape pens, and they fucking arrested her and to my knowledge she's still over there so prayers and positivity to Brittany Griner and her family and her lawyers you know what I'm saying like they need to get her back over here right now is definitely not the time to be locked up in Russia you know what I mean 
I feel like even without this war, it's still not ideal to be in a place like that for a drug charge. You know what I mean? Like, I love weed just as much as the next person, probably more. But there's a few places I'm definitely not bringing weed to. I'll just try to find it. And if I can't find it, fuck it. Russia's on that list. It's like Russia. What's the other one? Uh, Dubai, Thailand, a couple of these places. Like, they'll apparently they'll fucking kill you if you have that shit. It's like a death sentence. I don't know if Russia is part of that, but I I would imagine, and it seems like given this scenario, that they are very strict on drug charges and things like that. So, um, I don't know. It's a sticky situation. I also saw this article that says, Russian media reported that the detention of WNBA star Brittany Griner was extended until May 19th a development that could see the two-time Olympic champion being held for at least three months before her case is resolved. The case of the 31-year-old Griner, one of the most recognizable players in women's basketball, comes amid heightened tensions between Washington and Moscow over Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Griner was detained at a Moscow airport on February 17th after Russian authorities said a search of her luggage revealed vape cartridges allegedly containing oil derived from cannabis, which could carry a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison. The court granted the request of the investigation and extended the period of detention of the U.S. citizen Griner until May 19th, the court said, according to the state news agency TASS. The court approved prosecutors' request to extend her pretrial detention in order to continue investigating her case. Tom Firestone, a former U.S. Justice Department legal resident advisor to the U.S. Embassy in Moscow, said that such delays are standard in Russia and that she may be held without trial for up to a year or up to 18 months in extraordinary circumstances. A Russian state news agency reported that Griner's attorney has asked for her to be transferred to house arrest as she awaits trial, saying Russian officials are holding her illegally. RIA Novosti, N-O-V-O-S-T-I, reports that Griner's local attorney, Alexander Boykov, argued before the Moscow Regional Court that prosecutors took too long to charge her or provide her access to a lawyer or U.S. consulate officials. Experts say such requests are standard and are unlikely to succeed. Boykov also submitted letters to the women's team in Ekaterinburg, E-K-A-T-E-R-I-N-B-U-R-G, the women's team in Ekaterinburg, that she plays for, vouching for her character and prominence as a player. He said a local acquaintance of Griner's who lives near the courthouse has offered to house her for the duration of the case. The lawyer said she was held at the Border Customs Office for 16 hours after she was detained at 11 a.m. Moscow time on February 17th. The article said Griner fully supports her lawyer's position although she refuses to take part in the hearing of the arguments. Neither Griner nor her lawyers have contested the accusation of illegal import of narcotics. They have not claimed she is innocent. Representatives of Griner and the U.S. Department of State have not commented on how Griner intends to plead to these charges. The article said prosecutors argued against transferring Griner to house arrest, saying that, quote-unquote, her detention is lawful and just, and that there is no reason for reduction of restraint because, as a foreigner, she has no permanent residence or registration in Russia. The U.S. Embassy in Moscow did not immediately return calls from the Associated Press seeking comment. The U.S. State Department has been, quote-unquote, doing everything we can to support Brittany Grinder and to support her family and to work with them to do everything we can to see that she is treated appropriately and to seek her release. Spokesman Ned Price said on Tuesday at a briefing he cited privacy considerations in not giving out more details. 
So yeah, man, like I said, prayers and positivity to Brittany Griner over there in Russia, man. I have been seeing stories floating around kind of saying they were making comparisons to Tom Brady, which I didn't really see the value in. They were kind of saying, oh, well, if this was Tom Brady, like the whole country would stop and they would make sure they got him back. And honestly, like, that's not incorrect. I feel like there is a lot of truth in that. But the better analogy or comparison, I would think, would be to another basketball player, an NBA player. Because I feel like they were trying to play the race card, which my devil's advocate rebuttal to that was, I think it would be that whether it's Tom Brady or someone like LeBron, KD, Kyrie Irving, I feel like it's more of a gender thing. Because if any of those three NBA players that I just mentioned were in this same scenario, I feel like they would get the Tom Brady treatment, like the tweets and everything going around online was saying. So I think it's more of a gender inequality issue than a racial issue. Obviously, the U.S. only has so much say over in Russia. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Like I said earlier, I I would imagine Russia is one of the most strict places with drug charges and things like that. I don't know how much leeway and swing we have over there, but like I'm saying, I would imagine someone like LeBron or a high-priority, high-profile NBA player were to get stuck in this scenario. I feel like the country as a whole—I mean, fucking what's his name? Trump? Uh, what was it? A couple of years ago, fucking the rapper ASAP Rocky was locked up in like Sweden or Switzerland for some shit. He got falsely accused for uh, some sort of misconduct or whatever. And I'm pretty sure Trump himself kind of like personally stuck his nose in the business and made sure that they brought ASAP back. And I mean, that's a good thing. All I'm saying is that you would, I would hope the same protocol and treatment would be applied to this scenario for a WNBA star who's an American you know what I mean like celebrity athlete fucking social status aside this is an American citizen who's locked up in a communist country and like we're like we've been saying nonetheless during a fucking war um so yeah I, I don't know I definitely think it is unequal treatment you know what I mean take that how you want but prayers and positivity to Brittany Griner her family her wife during International Women's Month we gotta get Brittany Griner back home man come on we can do it I also saw an interesting story you guys might have heard of by now Ryan Coogler the film director was mistaken for a bank robber. So the title of the article says, Black Panther director Ryan Coogler speaks out after being mistakenly suspected of attempted robbery. Ryan Coogler was detained by police in January after being mistaken for a bank robber. The Black Panther director was in Atlanta attempting to make a withdrawal from his account with Bank of America The teller received an alert on his account, according to the police report, because the amount was more than $10,000. The teller notified her superior that she thought Coogler was trying to rob the bank and 911 was called. Coogler had written a note on the back of his withdrawal slip stating that he wanted the money to be counted discreetly, given the amount, according to the report. This fucking ad is cutting off the article, but basically he wrote the note to say, hey, please discreetly give me my, what was it, like $12,000 or something. And they thought that he was a bank robber for whatever reason, so they gave him the money and then immediately cops, I don't even know if they gave him the money. This fucking article doesn't say, but the cops detained him, put him in the car while they like ran his record and, you know, did all that shit, background check. And... Apparently, he literally said, like, Google me. You know what I mean? Like, look me. Not like on some cocky shit, but I'm a fucking film director. You know what I'm saying? And I've fucking directed Black Panther. Like, I got money, bro. But, uh, yeah, I guess once they figured it out, they let him go. And he released a statement recently saying, The situation should have never happened. However, Bank of America worked with me and addressed it to my satisfaction, and we have moved on. 
So, yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting, man. Like, I don't know if he was wearing, like, super bummy-ass clothes. I'm sure he had a mask on because COVID and stuff. But unless he was wielding a gun, I don't know why you would think he was robbing the bank. He wrote you a nice note saying, hey, miss, (laughs) can you discreetly count my money that is mine that you should give me now because I'm asking for it? But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Weird shit, you know what I'm saying? What's up, pootie? What's your woo? She wants some attention out here. I ain't said what's up to you guys in a while. Rook, say what's up. Good. Also, last but not least, HBO is about to put out a documentary, a Tony Hawk documentary. A Tony Hawkumentary, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck out The fucking hockeymentary, son. Uh, Until the Wheels Fall Off is supposed to be a documentary on Tony Hawk's life. I think, like, from his start, the start of his skate career, probably his childhood and shit. I know he started mad young back in the 70s with the old banana boards and shit. But um, basically his life and skateboarding. So I'm looking forward to that. I thought it was out, but I checked it, and it's just a trailer right now. Also, if anybody knows how to fix a fucking Chromecast, holla at you, boy. I had to reset my Wi-Fi. Now I can't reconnect to my Chromecast. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But whenever I get that back, check out that Tony Hockumentary until the wheels fall off, man. Also, just real quick before we get out of here, I'm not going to go into depth because I don't want to depress you guys or fucking skeeve you out. But I stumbled upon this YouTube news clip video whatever you want to call it that was from this week and i saw orange county so i'm like all right let me see what's going i don't watch the news so i'm like let me just pop in and see what's going on in my town and sure enough i fucking regretted it so long story short i think we've talked about it on here i know we talked about it on the maddie episode um human trafficking prostitution the whole sex business is very prevalent here in central florida especially Orlando's very international area but apparently there have in the past like couple weeks just google search operation march sadness 2 that's operation march sadness 2 like i said i don't want to go into detail do your own research but long story short they've arrested over 100 people that are involved in this whole human trafficking sex ring prostitution shit going on in the central florida area uh they mentioned orange county polk county all the way up to gainesville and four of the people that they arrested in the central florida area were disney employees i just thought that was fucking bonkers because disney as you guys know is a very kid oriented you know experience uh it's like a fantasy world but little did we know these other fucking creepy fucks are having a different kind of fantasy so thank God they're catching them. Like I said, do your own research. I don't even want to get into it because it's it like makes my skin crawl. Operation March Sadness 2. I'm sitting there watching this at work like, yo, what the fuck? It's going on right here in our backyard, man. So keep your eyes and ears peeled. Fucking protect your kids. Protect your loved ones. You know what I mean? Um, also, the I-4 Express lanes are finally fucking done, man. If you don't live in Central Florida, you probably don't give a fuck. But guess what? I don't give a fuck that you don't give a fuck. All right? they've been building these fucking i4 express lanes for years now they're finally done so your boy is zooming all over the place um it's only about 50 cents unless you're going further south towards the disney area i live right here in downtown and i work north of here so for me shooting back and forth is pretty fucking easy peasy lemon squeezy out ame but yeah man i ain't complaining check them out i4 express lanes say i4 is a dangerous fucking highway so hopefully this makes it a little less dangerous man we gonna see man what the fuck is this but i think that was it uh i got some guests lined up so i was trying to keep it short today it's still almost a fucking hour whoop-de-doo but um yeah man episode motherfucking 70 can't believe we're 70 episodes in but I appreciate you guys listening, man. As always, hit the email, therealkpodcast at gmail.com. Follow the fucking socials, the Real K Podcast on IG and Twitter. Yeah, you know I mean, 
But you know the vibes, man. Stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, and stay motherfucking tuned. Until next time, we're going to peace the fuck out of here, Dan. She, she, she.